0: I don't know shit about fuck. I like I sucking. Like-
1: Welcome to Legit Bat. We have the Odd Man Out from the Oddcast here. Uh, funny story: when we first started this, dude, I actually thought of calling it the Oddcast, and I thought that that was really unique. And then I searched it and found out there's quite a few Oddcasts. And I'm like, God damn it! I should have known. And then I thought Godcast, and there's those too. So any play on word for podcasts is gonna yeah, be out there. It's already there. It's so saturated, but. Uh, welcome to the live show, anybody who's out there, and if you're listening on audio, of course, as always, you can find us on Rockfin, and actually, I did something new, I was telling Jen earlier, I uploaded a video to YouTube, I always said I'm not gonna fuck with YouTube, but I kept it, uh, you know, YouTube-friendly, something they wouldn't try to fuck with, at least, I'm assuming. For so now. Go, yeah, for now. So go follow us on YouTube as well, and we'll be posting up some of our, uh, you know, non Covid stuff or uh, vaccine stuff, you know, things that Rockfin let us lets us talk about.
2: And you can hear Ben's lovely voice, because that's like the first video.
1: Oh yeah, that was the funny thing. Is the only other video I had <laughs> uploaded was a cover song that Ben did that I had produced for him and put up there, and it has like no hits. Sorry. Oh, ben. I wouldn't expect it to. It I'm sure will. It's not your fault. Give it
2: time. You just. Oh uh, yeah, mind.
1: that's it. Yeah. Anyway, if it's, if it's your first time listening, I'm Joe the Hippie. There's Jen the Blonde and hey. Ben the Finger Eater. and It's Hand us, Chewer. You'll understand those jokes if you've listened to us before. Or if you're in the Discord chat, free to join. I don't even charge anybody. Just go to our uh, link tree on Instagram, and there's a link for the Discord in there. It's uh, getting pretty raging in there. It's pretty active, especially Corey. <clears throat> I don't see Corey yet, but he knows what he's... Oh, he'll be here. Anyway... Mr. Oddman, I didn't even catch your real name, and I'm not going to even ask for it because that's what's up on your Zoom screen, too, and I figure you prefer anonymity, so we'll leave it like that. But he has a show called The Oddcast. Give us a little bit of background about yourself and what you do over on your show.
3: Yeah, man, and let me say it's great to be with you guys. Uh, this is my first time meeting you guys. I just can't help but notice that we're all so pale We ought to go somewhere in the Midwest and start a village, find some unclaimed property. Actually, (laughs) I think based on the lighting, you're probably the darkest, bud. Uh, Yeah, well, it's the the weird lighting. I'm very pale. I'm like polar bear pale.
0: I was about to say, I'm uh, vampire pale, yeah.
3: (laughs) Right? Yeah, man. So I got a podcast, like you said, it's called The Oddcast featuring the odd man out. And I like to focus on the New World Order stuff. Um, I like to talk about the cult. I mean, the occult, I like to talk about cults. I like to talk about secret societies, stuff like that. And I, I get into politics, but I usually try to get into like historical stuff. I'm not real big on current stuff because there's so many people doing that. So I just like to, you know, I, I can roll with the flow, but those are my favorite things to talk about. Awesome. Sounds
1: like right up our alley. And most of the people in this community would probably agree. Uh we've been trying to steer clear of current events, but it just pops in every time it seems like because you can't avoid it. Cause it's the fucking world we're living in. But yeah, we tried to, especially, I think right after the election, we tried to, or January 6th, maybe somewhere around there, we were like, you know what? I'm so over this stupid shit. Biden's fun to make fun of, but it's really low hanging fruit. It's so easy. Like everything that comes out of his mouth, it's like, yeah, it's a joke or a meme or whatever. So we tried to kind of give up on that and we went in quite a few different directions, but, uh, What's been on your mind lately? Have you been looking in or researching anything lately?
3: Yeah, I just did a couple of shows. I did one on Jim Jones, which, you know, oh. I knew the like regular story, but uh, and I didn't know that there was all this other stuff going on with it. So it was, that was interesting. Um, doing one question oh, on that
0: real quick? Yeah. Did you happen to watch that uh, Hulu documentary that they made? I think it was in 2018 or 19. I think it was 19 for the 40th
3: anniversary. I haven't seen that. I uh, heard about it, but I decided, you know, I'm just going to stick to sure re- reading. And I found some old, a couple of really old documentaries that actually talked about the alleged CIA connections and really got into detail with that. So that was kind of fun. But I don't know if the new documentary talked about that or not.
0: No, they don't get into anything that would shed light on any kind of conspiracy theory thing. Of course, it's, it's Hulu. So take it with a grain of salt. But it was very informative in the way that they actually played real audio and video footage that had been archived from the investigation. So and it was gnarly, dude, like they actually they actually show or they actually played the audio of him speaking while people killed themselves during the entire uh,
1: uh, suicide. OK, so wait, I got to cut you off there real quick. What are we talking about? Who's this dude? I, I, I probably heard of it and I just don't recognize the name
3: uh jonestown uh drinking the kool-aid where that came from yeah (laughs) which it wasn't kool-aid it was actually i think flavor aid or something like that i was just about
0: to say that it was flavor aid (laughs) and because they got so much shit for it they actually changed their name to kool-aid because of that incident it used to be flavor aid and what they did is it was one of the cheapest things that they could get exported to the island that they were on where they created jonestown And they would actually make this stuff in five-gallon buckets for the workers to come in and just kind of get a ladle full. Um, And then, obviously, the five-gallon buckets of what they put
1: the cyanide in.
3: (laughs) Mm, I did not know that. That's very interesting. Yeah, I think I would change my name, too. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, bad PR is never good, especially when colts and cyanide are (laughs) involved.
3: Now, if it was today, they could probably capitalize on that and people would love it. They would buy it by the droves, you know you know we're so crazy nowadays right <laughs> they could serve it at raves and stuff like that
2: <laughs> it's gonna be the next tiktok challenge Drink some right.
1: i say fucking do it I, I i've said before i kind of halfway agree with bill gates and that the uh herd does need to be cold just not the way they're doing it it's like right you just take the labels off shit it'll sort itself out you don't just, need to kill anybody Stick right. with the <laughs> stick with the Tide Pods, bleach, and uh, a horse wormer and we're good.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll do it ourselves. They don't even have to coerce us, right? <laughs> but they
0: they don't need to coerce us. I would totally be down to thin the herd myself.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, you know, I hate to be like one of those people, but there are so many stupid people out there, and it's so like. Many. And, and, you know, it's not the, that they don't have the ability to think. They just don't ever <laughs> bother to do that. And that makes it even worse, you know?
1: It, it's that old NPC thing. I, I see it every day with my job. I'm out there and there's just some people you can tell are not there. They're just they're mm. somewhere else. They're just operating in uh, autopilot and not using their brain. not They're just, duh, go do this, they're go do that. They're the NPCs. Yeah, the NPCs. I, I was actually
0: listening to a... <clears throat> It was a a comeback because he hadn't done it in a while, but Ben Shapiro spoke at another university, this time in Florida, because that's where he moved his company to. And the entire lecture for an hour was about stop being coddled. And it started out with the idea that people now want to be coddled. It's how we have moved into authoritarianism is because when people who know what they're doing come in and say, it's okay, we'll handle it for you. People jump at the at the chance because they don't want the risk or to face reality if somebody else is stepping in saying nah you don't worry about it i'll fix I'll, I'll fix reality for you i'll take care of it people go oh okay i can stay at home and get on my socials and TikTok." tock and That's then they do it
1: evident this last year yeah absolutely <laughs> It's, it's just, just like I plan. don't want to do any personal responsibility you take care of it for me and I'll sit at home and eat Cheetos and play you know World of Warcraft or whatever whatever the relevant game of today is with these damn kids I don't know <laughs> it's so many kids you know
2: people need to start using their brain working their brains and it yeah. create something I don't know read a fucking mm-hmm. book but stop being so mentally lazy and depending on people to think for you
0: exactly I I've said that for years anything that you can do by yourself that's actually healthy mentally reading is amazing. It, it's one of the only reasons I think why so many of us are, are as, as articulate as we are. And it's harder and harder to find people that are articulate or people that at least aren't trying to change the English language, you know, to fit their uh, argument these days um, is things like reading a book, chess, anything that you can do that stimulates that critical thinking and thinking ahead helps so incredibly much even with dumb shit daily shit work shit like it's that age old thing of algebra you use it every day you just don't know it and everybody's like i don't use algebra ever it's like yeah you fucking do if you did algebra you use
1: that shit without even thinking about it now Well, that's kind of how this whole show started is because I I do a mindless job where I don't have to use my brain at all. And it was driving me insane where I'm like, I don't even have to think about what I'm doing at work anymore. I got to use my brain somehow. So I plugged in and Here we are years later in thousands of hours of absorbing all this information. I'm like, I got to spout this off to somebody. It's not going to be as articulate as it came in, but I'll try.
3: (laughs) Yeah, man, it's good to just have an outlet you know, it's healthy for people like us to have an outlet, but you know, and and it's super cool. I still can't believe that anybody wants to listen to me. You
0: know, I
3: mean, (laughs) we're fucking retarded, right?
0: Why are people listening to this? (laughs) I do enjoy it. I don't know.
2: It gives us hope, though. It makes me feel hopeful that there's so many people listening and starting their own shows, putting out content every day, and there's thousands of people watching. Mm -hmm. That means all of it means, I mean, we all know the media is lying, but I don't mean to talk about current events, but I think the media is trying to make it look like most people think, you know, the government's awesome and that, you know, Fauci's great and the vaccine's like super amazing and everyone loves it. And if you don't get it, you're so horrible. But I think most of the country does not feel that way. They don't. this little community, we've really discovered that is the case. Most people don't feel that way. They're a little scared. I mean, not scared, but, uh, apprehensive as to what's really going on that's kind of what we're all trying to figure out what's really going on around us are we in a simulation are we an alien project or whatever but it's definitely not just this normal thing where yep the government's great they never lie to us everything's totally fine
1: so that it's funny you actually say that uh preston our patron had sent me these documents a couple weeks ago and i've been meaning meaning to get into them and i there's no way i could actually Go through all of it right now, I haven't had a chance to really dig into these, but they're uh, it's, it's pretty interesting. Here, I'll throw them up on screen real quick. Wow. Can you guys see that? Yeah, oh, okay, cool. It's on, I have two monitors, I'm getting used to this anyway. It's about the uh, millimeter waves, and it's from August of 1977. So, I'm going to put the link to this in the show notes, and anybody who wants to dive into this and maybe highlight some areas, and we can cover it on the show. But it, it's all these old studies, and it looks like microfilm if you're looking at the docs on screen right now, but it's all these studies on different types of electromagnetic waves and how they affect different things, and a lot of it is some of the stuff we're seeing with the Rona right now. And this is just from allegedly while I was driving, I was trying to look at this, but arterial pressure, like blood pressure, it had uh, this other weird word I saw somewhere that had to do was like thrombo something but it has all these different conditions that a lot because some of them you're seeing now but it, it's blamed on the covid so i'll put this put this in the show notes anybody who wants to look this up and send me what their thoughts on this let was me he know. trying to link
2: it to 5g is that yeah he was going with it okay
1: yeah and then of course there's that old you know nugget too that 5g is actually what's causing the the ronas i don't know about that mm. i don't i'm not a scientist but I'll i've probably... actually I, i've heard a lot about that though joe
0: Sorry, I'm hiccuping. I'm trying to work through it and mute my mic when I have to. Um, I heard the whole idea that 5G came out right after, you know, the Rona hit on it like purpose. Right it
2: was right before.
0: Or right before. I mean, not in mainstream media. I mean, oh, yeah. all of us are saying that we've had the Rona since event 201 and it just wasn't a thing that anybody... Had heard about yet. Um, but regardless, I've heard a lot about that, about the, the idea along with those health checks from your phone where you can turn it on and be in proximity to other people that have it on or have you know put in the info and stuff is that it's actually transmitting it. And if you remember back in the 90s when they first came out with uh, CDMA, it was basically 2G. It was like the first first or second you know way that cell phones worked it was the idea that everybody was like oh don't talk on your cell phone for too long it'll give you brain cancer it'll give you a tumor and then we all were like "Eh, okay and then now with all of this coming out i'm like i wouldn't be surprised at all if that is how it's transmitting once you're in the system it's like send it to that guy send it to that guy right now
1: sorry dude you need to stop talking for a a spoonful
2: of sugar (laughs)
1: Okay. So fuck I, put up. Up. I put the link to those documents in the show notes on Rockfin right now. I don't know if, I don't even know if those are clickable links. Every time I put a link in there, I don't know, but odd man, what do you think about all that stuff? I know it's kind of, you know, current events, but have you looked at all into the 5g thing? Cause it is very interesting when they describe what those waves are and how wildly different it is from any other previous generation.
3: Yeah, I did early on. It's been a while, but, um, you know, I, nothing would surprise me at this point. I mean, you know, you look into like harp and the way that it can control the, the metal particles in the air, the fine metal particulates. Now we have those inside our bodies, and now we have, you know, a lot of people have these vaccines now that allegedly have some metals in them. And so what are these rays, these 5G waves, what are they doing to us, you know? What are they doing to the people that are vaccinated, especially so it really makes me wonder what the hell is going on. I mean, cause they've been looking into this stuff, you know, like the papers you said, they've been looking into that kind of stuff forever. I know I uh, recently did a show on Michael Aquino, who was the guy that founded the temple of set. And he was with Anton LaVey in the church of Satan and all that, but he was also a military guy and um, he was into psyops and all these different things. And he wrote this book called mind war and he's got all these, different techniques in there and one of them is ionizing the air you can put positive ions in the air or negative ions and one will excite people and get them angry and agitated and the other will calm them down and make them lethargic so that's just one of the things that you know they have the ability to do and we know they're messing with the weather so you know, it wouldn't be a far stretch to say they're doing stuff like that to us now.
2: Yeah. For sure. I feel like that's because um, climate change, I think we all know, is going to be the next big thing. They're going to yeah. roll out the vaccine and then maybe climate change is the second part of that. They get as many people as they can vaccinated and then they're like, climate change, we have to focus on this and that. And then they use the machines at Harp to really just control people. That's my random mm. conspiracy of the day.
3: Yeah, that they'll people will just be walking into the volcanoes at that point. They'll just be like lined up, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even gotta shove them They'll Just be
2: living in the caves, like shit. Right.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: It's yeah, definitely man. weird. There's there's more to this EMF stuff stuff, stuff. Uh, Greg Carlwood on THC calls it the electromagnetic soup, and mm. it's. you can't escape it. Like for one, you know, they have these things like uh, Matt Landman sells these little EMF uh, bags, you can stick your phone in and it's supposed to keep it from transmitting apparently works because you can't receive a text or anything while it's in there. But you still can't escape it. Like maybe that's real concentrated because it's very close to you. But I mean, you got your Wi Fi. And that's just the closest one you have all these radio signals from all the stations, you have whatever satellite signals i mean jen got a ham radio a couple months ago all and that
2: stuff's coursing through us though every single day all, all the, time. the time for years and years and years i mean maybe it, some people are more susceptible to it than others because it's it's been going on for quite some time i don't know if it's that horrible
1: i i don't i don't think it is I don't think the ones we have now are that horrible. It's hard to tell. But the millimeter wave one is weird because it says it specifically affects uh, water. And we're 75% water. And if it's affecting water, it's, uh, you know, kind of microwaving us. That's how microwaves work. It, It excites the water molecules and makes them fucking nuke. So, I don't know. I'm not a scientist, like I said. It's just weird. Anybody got any answers for me? That's what we're trying to figure out.
3: Yeah, and how many of these so called conspiracies have we found out in recent years have been true? So, you know, <laughs> <Exactly>. anything's possible. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's just,
1: it's too much. It's too much to keep up on. I can't sit here and read studies all day. That would be actual research. I have work to do. Speaking That's why of I to people who do research. Speaking
0: of conspiracies, do you guys end up watching that video I sent you on Messenger?
2: Which mm.
0: one? Which one? There's a kid that was born in Russia, 1996, and by the age of two, he was speaking fluently, could read and write, could paint. And I think before his third birthday, he said he wasn't from this planet and started by the time that he was growing up, 10, 11 he was intricately talking about planetary systems miles and miles away said that he was when he was like three or four said he was from the red planet started talking about his species and all of this other stuff how there were other kids like him he was sent to earth to discuss how his species was wiped out after um, interplanet issues and uh, this that and the other and although of course everybody discredited it and this that and the other and it sounds more like based on how they described him, that he's autistic. The idea that he was starting to perfectly describe these things that nobody at his age should know. And they did a bunch of scientific research and stuff like that. He also said that there was a, um, a way that you could open up the sphinx by a cavity right behind the ear. And, uh, they hadn't done anything with it. Well, then they went and they were scanning, uh, density on the Sphinx and found this weird contraption huh, underneath of his ear, and uh, they said he was telling the people that if they could figure out how to open it, it would actually unlock a lot of the mysteries of the of our universe because his planet and his species used to be in great great contact with the Egyptians which goes right back to the pyramids and being able to see the planetary systems and all this stuff. So I did send that on Messenger. When you guys get a chance, um, or if anybody in did the... Uh, that? What's that?
2: Wait, did you send it recently?
0: Uh, i never seen it. Oh, so, oh,
2: if you sent it today, I'm very sorry. I had a very...
0: No, 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 it's fine. ...extremely um, busy
2: day at work. I did not look at my phone, but so I will definitely check that out. I've For watched whatever
0: I've reason, it. for whatever reason... Uh, Jen to yours. It did. Yeah. It says that it sent Joe. I just sent it, resent it to you cause it failed. So it'll now get yeah, on your phone. I just got it. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. When you guys have the opportunity, like it again, it's one of those things, you know, you see a video online, you don't know how much of it is true. This, that, and the other, but if assuming that, you know, this kid, which did exist was everything that they were talking about. Um, that correlates perfectly to literally everything that we've talked about when it comes to Micah Dank and many of the other uh, ideas that we've heard of in those uh, documentaries that that guy was talking about the lost history.
1: Huh. Well, one of the things we've been looking into a lot, too, is kind of that stuff, but also the actually recent history. The ancient history is really hard to talk about because we don't really know what the right one is. But, odd man, have you looked at all into the World's Fairs or Tartaria or Mud Flood or any of that stuff? Because that is super interesting to me.
3: You know, I haven't. Um, I've got a friend, Jack, from Conspiracy or Just a Coincidence, and he has looked into both of those, I believe. Um, And he's told me a little bit about it. But, uh, you know, I've heard a couple of shows on Tartaria. I think it's fascinating, but I've just never gotten around to looking into it. Some of those pictures, you know, they they show with the uh, layers of the earth and the things that they've found is pretty amazing. I'll admit that for sure.
1: Yeah. Well, that's actually the I don't know if I mentioned at the beginning, but that's the video I uploaded to YouTube. Our first actual episode upload was the one we did with Matt on the World's Fairs. So everyone check check into this stuff. We need more more eyes on all this because it's it's hard enough to tell how true history is anyway, let, let alone the last you know, ancient history, but the last couple hundred years is pretty dicey. That's Ben's favorite subject lately too. 18, whatever your date was that you bring up all the time.
0: Yeah. 1890. uh, It all, it all started. um, No, it it was because of a Corey Hughes's work with the JFK assassination. um, Him specifically speaking about the Zionist uh, summit in 1890. uh, And that particular date after, uh, watching those documentaries on the lost history um, lines out perfectly with where we started to see a massive shift and change. Uh, it's also around the time that they started doing major consensus without it being spec- speculatory um, on the global population and uh, everything that we've seen basically in that 130 years, perfectly coincides with this idea of a 1850s to 1860 Tartarian mudslide reset. And uh yeah, and the
1: the inf- infantoriums or whatever. I was yeah. thinking about that too. I haven't I don't know if I've talked to Matt about it specifically, but the infantorium thing was weird because they had all these babies. There's just so many babies and they're all orphans and his question was like where the fuck were all the parents and why are they being rehomed and and shipped I, like I across was- the sea. Yeah, it's weird too cuz I'm like What's a recent thing that shall remain unnamed that affects mostly old people and not young people? Mm, right. Are we headed towards that same thing? And I think that's kind of what he's getting at too is that maybe every couple hundred years there's a reset. Maybe it's not the Mayan calendar 26,000 years or 2,000 years or whatever. Maybe it's just a couple hundred years and it's that fucking easy to reprogram these sheep into. Hey, this is what happened. Huh? <laughs> Here's a history book. You know, it, it's totally true. For
2: sure. Look at what they can convince us of now. Not necessarily <laughs> us, but just people in general. I think they have a little plan every couple hundred years. Like, all right, we're just going to roll this out, roll this out, roll this out. We have these keywords, or depending on the climate of, you know, the people of the time, they can say certain things. They'll believe it. It programs their brain, and then they just slowly, just like a frog in boiling water, like they just sit, and then believe it because it's so easy they're just programmed to believe it do
1: you think that has where's the occultic aspect of this odd man where because that seems to be you, you like the occult esoteric type stuff so where do you think that fits into this whole the actual
3: meat suit reality we're in well it's a tough uh it's a tough question in a way because like there's so many different belief systems you know with the occult and stuff um you know and like in the late 1800s mid to late 1800s there was like a huge a huge push for all these different organizations like the Theosophical Society and the Rosicrucians had to come back along with it yeah yeah and and it's like just a bunch of different ones that that we had pop up and uh definitely a lot of cult uh cult action going on in the 1800s and it's and a lot of them, like I've been looking into the Fabian socialism movement and I didn't know too much about it, but there's a lot of occultists in that. And um, I think that that's it. I'm leaning towards that's who is really ruling us now, not necessarily the official Fabians, but that mindset of a slow integration into all systems of government so you can control the world. That was basically basically their kind of uh, motto. So but well, that's just me. But like, I definitely, I think that there are occult powers at play, no doubt. And um, I think that uh, propaganda, I was talking to uh, NY Patriot, you know, I think he's the one that hooked us up to how we met and everything. And, you know, I said, don't you think that propaganda in itself is kind of a form of magic? And he said, absolutely. You know, it, it really is like a psychological warfare and, manipulation, social conditioning, and all that kind of stuff is really its really close to what magic is. In fact, in that book I was telling you about Mind War from Michael Aquino, he said that mind war is magic, and it's all about the military psyop. So definitely think that uh, magicians and cult forces have had a lot of influence on our world and history, especially the last two or three hundred years.
1: Yeah, for sure. I, I, are you one of those that thinks everything is a psyop or everything is a conspiracy? Because I'm starting to think so, a, at
3: least to some extent. It
2: depends on where it comes from. I will yeah. say that. <laughs> depends on the source.
3: You know, I, as crazy as it sounds, I'm kind, I was kind of like that at one time, but um, it, it will kind of drive you insane after a while because what I've found is like studying occultists and, you know, there are good ones and bad ones, but like there is almost no end to what they can draw conclusions to whether there's really something there or not like even just words, just because a word has this word starts with an S. Well, this word starts with an S, you know, different things. I mean, it really is endless. And, um, you know, you could pick up like any regular book and you could say it has these meanings, these other meanings to it. And it's kind of endless like that. So, It kind of gets crazy, but I try to I'm trying to get away from things that I can't come close to proving, you know, like some things you just can't prove. But some things you have a little bit, a little bit more than 50 percent evidence or maybe a little more that you can say, I think this happened. I think this is the way it is, because, like I said, it was kind of driving me crazy. I, I want to have enough proof because. I don't want to be out there in limbo, just wandering around. You know, they, they have that old, uh, what is that old adage? Um, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. That's kind of my mindset these days, but you know, I might change. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I think I'm kind of on the opposite of that where I don't fall for anything. So I can't stand for much because I'm like, I don't believe it's all bullshit. I don't. (sighs) none of it and i i know what you mean by driving you crazy that especially with word magic or gematria have you heard these gematria guys no offense to oh anybody. yeah i don't understand that's way above my mental pay grade because i don't get it it just seems like you're it all gets reduced to numbers between one and nine so there's going to be correlations between nine numbers and combinations of those nine numbers so i don't really understand that i'd have to have somebody explain it to me a little better. The word magic thing is really interesting, but it is still kind of a stretch on some areas. They're like, oh, this word sounds like this. And it's like, yeah, it does, because word, there's only so many letters. They're going to sound the same.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I did a, a three-part series on Jordan Maxwell. He's kind of, you know, old school conspiracy. And, uh, but he is really, really bad about doing that. And he'll, he'll pick a, a modern word in English, and then he'll take it back and say, this means a certain word in Egyptian and sometimes he's using the Greek instead of the Egyptian, but he's not even telling people that, you know, he's right about some things, but he definitely screws around with words and fools people. And I think he does it to be um, controversial and try to look like he knows that like the regular people that are watching or listening, they have no idea and they want to believe him anyway. So exactly, exactly. That's why
1: I always tell everyone to look up everything we talk about. I'm like, don't fucking believe me. I I, yeah. I pull from so many sources and I'm trying to build this cohesive picture of reality in my mind. And so I say things that I think this is not based. In fact, this is Joe's speculation here. Go look it up.
0: Well, that's what I that's what I completely disagree with when anybody's trying to make an argument and they start grasping at straws where they're like this. Uh, you know, they're explaining a a theory that they have, and they go, and you know, that word actually comes from this. And then they keep going, and then they pull another. Well, that actually means this. So if you put those two together, this is what you get out of it. It's like, okay, you can do that with any language that is a sub language of a mother language. That's the whole thing about having a sub any language that's Latin based, you can go back to the root word and find it, and it may not mean the exact same thing. You can make whatever. It's the same thing with people that cherry pick verses out of the Bible and then make their own doctrine out of it. It's like, yeah, that is what the Bible says, but it's not what it says in context. Mm-hmm. Also, it's not even in the native language that it was written in. Well, if you go back to the native language, it's like, dude, you'd have to do that like 18
1: times. And that's where interpretation comes in. And I get that, too. There's people that interpret things like the Bible in a certain way because of their knowledge of what it says and how they think contextually it what it means. Then there's other people that believe the 180 of that. And they're like, no, I believe this because look at this context over here. So you are that's why it would drive you mad. It's never ending. You're never gonna right. do an agreement on it.
2: Yeah, we were just talking about that the other day about languages. So we were talking about how people compare, like just as an example, like the son, like our son, and then the son of God, like Jesus, like how people compare that together. So I was like, sure, whatever, but that's English. So you'd have to literally go back to whatever language you're talking about and the son better be the goddamn same word that you have for a boy child otherwise your whole argument is flawed (laughs) so and it better be like that across the board and there's so many words where they're not thinking of the other languages that were spoken in the countries they're talking about and if those words don't mean the same thing then it's just kind of like a thing that you thought about in the language that you think in you know
3: Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely I I talk about that quite a bit that exact those exact two words in that uh, series with uh, Jordan Maxwell. And it's like, also my wife brought this up, like with shapes, you know, when I first got to conspiracies, I was jumping at every triangle, you know, every pyramid. Oh my God, this is Illuminati. And she's like, dude, I know what you're doing, but there's a finite amount of shapes out there. So not every pyramid or triangle means somebody's in the Illuminati, you know, or with uh, like we're talking about words. We have a finite amount of sounds we can make with our mouths. So there's going to be words that sound similar in different languages. I and mean, it's just the way it is.
2: Yeah, for sure. That's like what Joe was saying. We've, we've heard a couple of studies, too, on like the the root languages and um where language comes from and sure sounds words sound the same sounds are similar across the board um not always but sometimes uh but there's it's gonna happen i just feel like there's there's a frequency to words though i guess i don't know yeah I, it I was up gonna actually say I'm, it's I'm like not... a frequent it's like the frequency and the intention i think is really like what we're kind of honing in on well yeah i wasn't That's trying to discount word formed. magic
1: i think that shit's real and i think uh sigil magic's real it's all how you use it, but I don't think like splitting hairs about different words is getting us anywhere, yeah. really. Look at the we just talked about this the other day, zoom out on reality and look at the whole picture of it. Stop like cherry you know splitting hairs on these little things like sun versus sun and yeah. like who cares? Just look at what's happening and then you can figure it out from there. Well, and I think part of that is that
0: that uh spectrum where you're only even if you zoom out you take everything in perspective and you kind of make a core idea the one that you're like i don't have all the finger details that spread out from there I, I can't i can't figure out where all the cobwebs go but i know this is part of the cobweb i at least can figure that part out okay now you have a, a pretty good you know guideline direction to go back what you're saying about <clears throat> we can only make so many sounds with our mouths that's why it's so difficult if you get something like russian almost every and i've confirmed this with like you know our sister and brother-in-law is like one of the reasons why it's so hard is that all of the tenses genders and things of that nature every word almost can change 40 different times on its ending and whenever you add a word in and then you depending on who you're talking to where it's this that and the other All of those words have up to 40 different endings, not to mention they have like 32 letters in the Cyrillic alphabet. Now, on top of that, take into account the idea of like uh, Cantonese, Chinese, the old the old Chinese language, where it's all caricatures that tell a story. And that's how you read the language. Well, now try to speak it. Chinese, I believe it's Cantonese. It might be Mandarin. But Cantonese has seven different inflections per physical word so you can say the same word uh, enunciated but depending on your inflection and in the sentence that you're saying it in it can mean completely different uh, when we were growing up in church there was a guy that was a missionary to china and uh, he said that he was trying to learn the language and although he had a translator he thought it'd be really good to get up and say uh, you know a short sentence in uh, the language as his opening to kind of show them that he was trying So he says this rehearsed sentence and everybody started laughing and he ends up asking the translator afterwards, why are they laughing? All I tried to say was good morning and peace be with you. And the guy was like, right. Instead, because of all of the inflections and how it completely changes everything, what you said was that your underwear was hanging on the clothesline. (laughs) And he's like, oh, well, that's that's got nothing to do with church or my message that I, you know, and it's it's that kind of thing is. You can say the same thing a million times. And depending on your inflection, and like Jen said, your intent behind those words, your perception of how those words and what they mean can completely change. This is where sarcasm and a bunch of other things come into play. It's why when people have a dry sense of humor or a dry sense of sarcasm and they say something, you don't know if they're being serious or not. It takes getting to know that person. So when that person is just being themselves with people they don't know, Uh, Yeah, that's where a lot of the confusion ends up getting taken. This is part of why the confusion is whenever you're reading a newspaper, there's no inflection behind it. It's supposed to be factually based, but it has a bias. And when you don't have that inflection, you don't have the context. They know that you're going to take it a certain way. That's why they do it.
3: Yeah, that makes total sense, man. It's fucked up.
1: it, It is fucked up because I could say the same thing to three different people and they're all going to take it a different way. And we just talked about that, the intention versus, uh, intention versus perspective, you know, and how people like, I'm totally pure in my intent and what I'm saying here. And I think it's funny. And then somebody else takes it and just runs and gets super offended. And it's like, whose fault is that? Is that mine for not like clearly stating my intent before I said this, or is it your fault for just not getting the fuck over it or, you know, I don't
2: Mm -hmm. think there's a fault. I think there's people are just different. That's part of learning a different language. People think it's all just words on paper, and you can just learn a different language. Just randomly saying this, but you you're not taking into consideration any of their culture or any of their ways or any of their mannerisms. You're just looking at the words on paper blindly, and then you go to say something, and you think this is right. This is what this you know book taught me, but that's not really how they say it. Like if someone, I don't know, you could you could do that in our language too. There's so many ways you can say the word fuck, for example, and mean very different things. And you could just (laughs) say it in different ways. Same with shit. So, and that's just, you know, using swear words to be funny, but there's, there are lots of things in the English language that make it very challenging to learn.
1: Well, that's kind of my whole point with, uh, no offense to the Christians, of course, but that's my whole problem with the Bible is it was a, I mean, it was written down, sure, but I'm sure a lot of it was oral tradition or, you know, oral history or whatever, even if it was purely written down for all of its, you know, iterations of the Bible, there's got to be shit that was lost in translation. That's why they call it that, lost in translation, because one scribe was like, no, I think this word actually means this in this context. And the other guy's like, no, And then you get all these split translations and you get from there people interpreting it differently with their own perspectives and saying, no, I think God said it was okay to be gay. And then you have a whole other group that's like, no, um, gays are going to go to hell because they like man butt. So those are little things. It doesn't really fucking matter.
2: And the aliens are looking down on us. Like you guys are so silly. Wow. Look how seriously (laughs) they took this silly text. We wrote this one time.
1: Well, and what (laughs) I hate about that
0: is that it's actually, they, they, they admit this in their own contradictory way, they talk about how in the Greek, which was the newer Testament, it was written supposedly 4,000 years after the Old Testament was written in Old Hebrew. I mean, I don't know if you ever tried to read Old English, but it's unfucking readable That's the whole thing, is that the original versions were written in Old English, and our English version from 1611, the King James version, you know, the one everybody's like, it's the only one. Uh, The Authorized one. That was the seventh version in English, translated from German, translated from Greek and Hebrew, yada, yada, all the way back to the Texas Receptus or the, you know, Dead Sea Scrolls. And it's like, they will tell you that based on the Greek alone, there are three words for love. Now, obviously, if like I I tried to say this uh, when I was down in Mexico, I tried to ask the guy, I was like, you know, what I say if I loved uh, Mexican food, would I say yo amo? And he goes, no, what you would say is me encanta which means I'm enchanted with this kind of food. It's not like, that's it's That's like. that's a love like I'm I'm a fuck you kind of love. that's and, like I'm
2: in love with Mexican Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Married.
0: And so and
1: like I want fuck you.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And and everybody now in English they're like do you love him? Well, I don't love love him. And so then it's like that, you know, you use the word twice and it changes it to the another meaning. Well, in Greek, there's three words for love. There's like the friendly love. There's brotherly, brotherly love or family love. And then there's the deep relationship, not even relationship love. It's sacrificial love. love. They will say agape, which is the word in Greek for sacrificial love, that there are no words in the English language to actually describe the way that the Greek meant it when they used agape love. And I'm like, that's a contradiction to exactly everything else that you teach by saying, well, it reads very plainly. You can read the Bible at a third grade level. It spells it out for you. And it's like, but it doesn't. It doesn't actually spell it out because if the words that we're using to read the Bible don't even have a proper definition for some of the words in the way that it was written, then it's being lost in translation. That's the definition of that shit.
3: Okay. I think
2: people need to get better with their words though so i believe that everything can be translated english i sucks think for that. i think that if you just <laughs> if you just do a little bit of research and look use a thesaurus or whatever you have to do i think every word could be translated properly by the right translator like agape could totally be translated they could give some comparisons some analogies to describe that feeling to make someone else understand what that means so to say there's no translation. Sure, there might not be a word, but you could get the understanding and the meaning truly behind it. They if do you try had that someone. too,
1: because I've heard agape, you know, it's like the unconditional love, like you would die for them, like you would do, literally do anything because no matter what, you love them. So it takes a lot more words to describe the one word that they have.
2: But that's the feeling they have behind it. It is only one word. It's three syllables. It's one word. They feel that way when they say that word. So they should be able to translate their emotions to us by saying all of the words that they feel when they hear that word or when they say that word. Does that make sense? Yeah. So if you can't say, you can't say there's no translation for it. Sure, it means love. Some people say, I love you and they mean it that exact same way. So if they hear that word and that's what they feel, then they should just say those things and say, this is what the sword means and explain that to us.
1: Odd man, please comment (laughs) (laughs) on all that nonsense we just had. No,
3: man. Well, um, so I will say that with the New Testament, I don't know about the old, but the New Testament, so they have around, I think it's 20,000 manuscripts. And like with the old, like there are, manuscripts out there that people copied because people wanted to have it in their homes you know they wanted to be able to read it the people that could read so that's they compare all those they keep those you know you'd have to look it up but i would just say look up how many manuscripts of the old testament and the uh, new testament there's a lot more with the new because it's obviously a lot newer and it's hasn't been around long enough uh to for all the things to just evaporate and dissipate so that's kind of interesting because what they did was uh, a lot you can compare a lot of those manuscripts that people wrote to kind of have a consensus on what the original text meant that's kind of what they do anyway and that's what they do with all old texts it's not just the bible you know they do this with other old texts that uh, are not even non-religious uh non-religious texts so that's kind of interesting too but that's a whole like can of worms there that would take a whole show to talk about that but um, it's it yeah it's wild man it's um, it's crazy and I don't know Um, it's it's to me it's like we're all you know searching for something out there I was gonna say this a minute ago um, not to change the subject but like
1: no go for it it, we- it
3: occurred to me that like so many things that we were taught especially me because I'm an old fart but like old pop culture movies and stuff that made these things look awful and stupid and nerdy and all this are the things that we needed to do, like whether it's eat dinner with our kids or go fishing or go on a hike, you know, like simple stuff. Like you guys are talking about, we need to do those kind of things and and even have some kind of spiritual life, whatever that might be for each person. And we've been made to feel like all that stuff is, is uncool and, and just, um, you know, you're a hillbilly you're an idiot if you want to like go back and, and, and live those more simple life types of lives. But we've come to the point where we've got so much technology that it's like, I think it's destroying us. And it makes me wonder whether you believe the, you know, the Bible's real or, or not, but that one part about the knowledge I was trying to tell somebody this the other day and they got pissed at me. I was like, I don't think you understand what I'm trying to say. The, the part about the knowledge eating the, tr- you know, the, the, eating the fruit. I think that mankind to a certain point, I'm not talking about us, but I'm saying to a certain point, I don't think mankind could handle all the knowledge. And you see these like super intelligent, the smartest of the smart guys in the world, they make atomic bombs and things like that are killing us. You know what I mean? It's like, A certain amount of knowledge is great and and we should strive to get as much as we can. But then you get into that level where you're I think it just drives people crazy. And it's like power, you know, absolute power. Uh, The the more power you get, the more you want. And uh, I think we can't handle it as humans is all I'm trying to say. (laughs)
1: No, yeah, that's, I, that's what we were getting at earlier is it drives you crazy. So um, moderation in everything, I guess. And it's hard with knowledge, because you're like, No, I know a little bit about this. I just want to know a little bit more. I've gotta, yeah, to know a little bit more about this. And you're never going to know. I'm, like you said, the human brain can't handle all that info. That's what that's what the gods are for. They can handle all that info. So it, at a certain point, do you just kind of like surrender yourself to be like, Fuck it, I don't know. Because we've said a million times too that the more we learn, especially doing this show, the more that we're like, "Wow, we don't know anything." Like, so <laughs> yeah. you can resign yourself to that. You're like, I just, right. I'm not going to know everything. So I'll learn yeah. as much as I can, but I don't. I don't need to know everything. We should
2: know as much as we can about ourselves and how to be the best person we can be. Go inward. that's like- that's, yeah.
1: that's something that
0: people don't do enough. We talked about that with the Hatter and Conspiracy Kyle and stuff. Is like people are so unself-aware. Like they don't even know enough about themselves, their own problems, their own strengths to utilize it in their everyday life of how they're going to learn and correct their own shit. Yet they get all concerned about other people's fucking problems and strengths. And it's like, bro, take a little bit of time in the mirror before you decide that you're going to go talk about somebody else and all the shit they need to fix. No, like that,
1: that's a Bible verse too, the uh the speck in your eye versus the plank in somebody else's eye. It's like right it's super easy to notice that huge problem in somebody else without noticing the one that's right here close to you. Fix that shit first. Right, exactly.
3: Yeah, absolutely, man. Well said. It's it's crazy too, man. I think that's the whole point of religion is to know thyself and, and to fix yourself first, and then you can help the world, you know and not many people, people are scared to death to look inwards at themselves Absolutely. and to, to face their fears and to even admit who they really are. You know, I, I, we all are, I'm sure I am too, but like, you know, I, it's, some people are more afraid. And so they, like you're saying, they pick on other people and point out other people's flaws. And I try to tell my kids that, man, especially my son, he's 11 and you like, he's in that, that age range where they're like just picking on him and everybody's fighting and trying to make each other feel like shit. And, you know, it's the time where the guys are like the girls, girls are like the guys. And it's just like, I'm I'm trying to tell him, man, take care of yourself. Don't worry so much about what these people think. Be a right. good person, you know, but you can't get through to kids at that age. It's like, what the hell are you talking about? You're an idiot, dad. You don't understand.
1: Well, and they start it, it to feel like a waste of time. Every time I'm like trying to have a serious conversation <laughs> with the kids, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I might as well just be talking to the cat asshole right now because it's getting right. through none. It no, oh, when right,
3: they, right. when
1: they get older, for sure, they're going to oh, yeah? have a call back to that and be like, <laughs> oh, right. But it's That's... irritating to say it now because it's like, I know they don't give a shit right now. Yeah. That that's the
0: whole thing is like it's not really falling on deaf ears, it's just it takes a little while for it to completely seep in because they're trying to act older without the correct apparatus uh to yeah. actually yeah. do that. And uh when you had uh mentioned earlier uh what was it that you had said? Um Oh, fuck, I just had it. Um Jen, I know you're going to talk. I'll, I'll I'll remember it. Go no, ahead. No, I
2: was I was just going to say that my daughter does she kind of does get it now she's 15 so uh she misses the mark sometimes no big deal she's a teenager but she will notice little things like hey everyone in my class is super rude to my teacher or we had a sub today and everyone just didn't listen to them and they just were talking over them and being rude and just the but she still like has friends and has people she talks to so she notices these things but also can maintain a social life so i think that's really cool The fact that she can still try to be a normal person she does come home and have moments where she's like i feel like i have no friends i have no one to talk to and i'm like yeah i get it it's probably because you're i mean you're still a kid i'm not saying you're above and beyond everyone else or anything but she's kind of thinking more towards her future what she wants to do she wants to live in tokyo she wants to she did want to be a doctor but she doesn't really want to go into the medical field now so she's thinking of these other things that her friends are She's like, oh, my two best friends just make out with each other during lunch, and it's really gross, and I just don't want to watch them do that. I like hanging out with them, but I can't even have a conversation because they're, they're not even talking. They're just all over each other, and it's really weird. And the things she notices are very adult-like, but she's still a little kid. So she's <laughs> in this tiny teenage body trying to have this life and do the best she can, but it's really depressing. So, yeah, I don't know. We're just trying to help them up and be like, it's okay, because guess what? None of this fucking matters. High school is the dumbest time. I've told, I've said this before, anyone in your high school who has the best years of their life here in this high school is going to literally grow old and die like very alone, or grow up as a prostitute or a Burger King worker. Popularity no offense to the prostitutes and Burger King workers out there, but <laughs> saying, there, it's no, not I've listening. never seen all of the like quote unquote popular kids in my school like didn't turn out so mm. great. Like the ones that really, really cherish their high school years. Those are the ones that are just like they got stuck there and they weren't able to move yep. forward and think farther. And hey, you know what? There's a whole other life beyond this. What am I going to do with my adult self now that I have this opportunity instead of sitting here being a bully and a weirdo? I, so. I don't even
1: remember my high school years that much. I mean, <laughs> drugs aside, I just didn't give a shit back then. So Considering and, you
2: had your high school years at your mom's house.
1: Right, exactly. So <laughs> I think that was probably it's probably a trauma blockage or something. I don't know. Well, yeah. I don't remember my high school years that much because there was nothing exciting about it. And I I thought it was stupid and I just couldn't wait to get out of my parents' house.
2: That's fair.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, uh, I finally remember what I was going to say. Going back a little bit and then I'll pick up where Joe just left off. Um, We've all agreed. Like, people try to learn. And regardless of whether you try or not, you learn every day. And the more that you learn, and especially if you're seeking it out, the more you realize you don't know shit. That's also in the Bible. Solomon was talking about the more that he knows, the more he knows nothing, the more that he wishes he didn't. And that's exactly what I'm starting to get to now. I'm not saying I'm as knowledgeable or wise as anybody else out there, but the more that I learn about life, uh, the more that I'm like, oh fuck, I don't even know if I want to know this shit. This is scary shit. (laughs) And then that turns into what you were talking about, about, uh, you know, getting to know yourself and really delving into who you are. It's why people go to uh, therapy and they they don't talk to anybody else, but somebody who is a third party who doesn't have an emotional connection and they can clinically and clerically look at different issues. And there have been so many people that go, I already know that when I go to therapy, I'm going to hit this wall because I know what the wall is and I refuse to go past it. And it's like, but that's, that's the wall you need to go through and they're like yeah i know but it's too painful and i don't i don't fucking want to and it's like well at that point it's kind of your choice like it it's your choice whether or not you want to break through that and really kind of break out of your shell um to figure out what your potential is um so many people end up end up doing that they end up not wanting to go through and break into that shell i heard a saying a long time ago when it was talking about uh, the bible is talking about knowledge understanding and wisdom knowledge is saying this is a gun i know this is a gun understanding is saying this is a gun i know it's a gun and i know how to use it wisdom is saying this is a gun i know how to use it and i know when to use it you have these different levels that you end up going through and it takes years and years there's a reason why people talk about the wise old man in different cultures it There's a reason why they say that is because experience has taught him what he needs to know, how he needs to know it, and when to use it. And that just—it's not something that comes overnight. It takes experience. That's why some of the most the
1: the thing—the knowledge plus experience equals wisdom, or some shit. Right. The only thing I've learned is there there is definitely things I don't want to know. There are things, yeah, no, I don't want to know. Like, there's oh, you ever seen two girls, one cup? I'm like, no, I'm. I know from other people's experience that I don't want to see that ever. I don't need to see two girls, one cup at all ever. I know that
3: that's the thing I know. Yeah, (laughs) it was poop, but whatever. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, man, I I see sometimes like uh, people that I know or even just strangers and you know that they're very shallow window lickers and they don't look at anything (laughs) at all and they believe what the news is saying and stuff like that. And it's like, sometimes I envy them, man. I look at and I'm like, damn, look at that. Look at that guy. He's
0: not, car-
3: not a character of the world, you know, looking That's at his so phone, envy. probably looking at some kind of stats or something or, you know, looking at CNN or something. And it's, <laughs> he's just totally having a good time. And then, you know, because he doesn't know anything or, you know, he doesn't know anything real. And uh, he doesn't care that he doesn't know.
1: You know. I know. Well, it's, it is like Ben said, ignorance is bliss. It's blue pill envy, where you're like, "Damn it, I wish I could be that yep. fucking. I wish I could watch sports ball and think that's all the world is about is you sports know sports like, ball. Your <laughs> team fucking wins and yeah, it's best ever. I'm gonna punch someone.
2: You just have well, to find my, a way to have the knowledge. Oh, sorry. I, no, go ahead. But I find a way to have the knowledge and still be okay with it that's what we are all trying to do because it's it's pretty depressing and it doesn't have to be depressing it can be uplifting in a way you're learning so just because the little sheltered world we thought we lived in isn't real no big deal it's different it's our new normal guys (laughs) just kidding but uh (laughs) good
0: oh no i was gonna say that's why for people that are thinking outside the box and you know we could we've gone into that a million times once you see it you can't unsee it once you split that brain open and your third eye is wide awake and you start to think outside of the realm of what we think is both real and relevant everything becomes possible you know it it goes farther than that little blue and green ball flying through space at four thousand miles an hour and told so so we're told um and what ends up happening is is There ends up being a moment where you kind of wish all of that shit that you found out you don't know anymore. There's there's an envy to living a simple life. You know, you meet that that guy that lives out in BFE and he's got a couple hundred acres and all he does is farm and he sells his shit and he lives a simple life and he doesn't give a fuck about any of the shit that we are all dealing with and talking about and thinking about all the time. He just does his thing there is an
1: envy think that's the antidote to this too absolutely to do that. but it's impossible with the world we live in right now you can't just go out and do that without paying you know
2: taxes that comfortable or... feeling though the comfortable feeling that guy right. must have or that anyone has who's ignorant it's like a drug it's just such a good do you remember being a kid and just being so excited because you get ice cream after dinner and that's the <laughs> best thing in the world and it fills best your head your with day. that tingly yeah. feeling it's like being on fucking ecstasy you're like yes oh my god ice cream it's so exciting so it is kind so, of like
1: the blue pill thing is like I'm just, being childlike
2: sort of maybe yeah, yeah. I'm just saying it is it's a it's addicting to have that comfort it's so nice it's so great But you have to be okay. You have to be comfortable being uncomfortable a little bit and just find your own comfort in a different way and make it okay in your own way. It's like we were talking about earlier. Stop being mentally lazy. Stop relying on the comfort to come to you. You're going to have to create it yourself. And it might be a little challenging, but y'all can do it. It's fine. You know?
3: Yeah, there's this, I can't remember the exact quote, but it's from some saint. And he says that there'll be a time when men will come up to you and say, we are crazy. Why are you not crazy? You know, or something like that. And it's like, we're kind of at that point where yeah. like, you know, I really think we are there. And, um, you know, I, I, there are a lot of, I think wisdom, like we were talking about wisdom comes with age and a lot of old people. I think that's why they do move away into the mountains or somewhere in Retirement. the nowhere. Yeah. Because they, you know, they, you know, some people, that do that are very intelligent and, and they've just had enough and they're like, okay, I've had enough of this world, this crazy rat race. I'm going to get away from that. And they're perfectly happy, you know, living out there off the grid or whatever, or away from everybody. And I admire that more and more.
0: Well, yeah, they go, they go, I've, I've done enough of this. We can wrap this shit up. I've, I've, I've thought enough for one person's life and probably more. We can be done now with that. I would like to live the rest of my
1: life not critically thinking and making tough decisions (laughs) yeah no i totally i totally envy that i wish i could i wish i could buy like 10 acres or more and just grow plants and like feed my goats and milk my cow in a non-sexual way and just (sighs) live out the rest of my days i mean if 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 it's consensual you know (laughs) whatever yeah that was an utter not a dick uh But yeah, I would love to do that. It would be awesome, but it's so hard to do because you have to have a nest egg or you actually have to have this worldly currency money to be able to do that. I can't just go do that legally without going to jail. You know, I can't just go park on some fucking mountaintop and be like this is mine now I mean you used to be able to do that like well, you can't we could do buy that anymore. property
2: here but they're burning it all down so
1: there's that too
2: unfortunately you can't even have any rural property in California because we live we live in California but we're in the very very rural area so we could buy a house and have 10 acres and it would probably cost the same as our house right now but there's a chance that we'd be evacuated or have our power shut off from PG e or it would be you know whatever there's so many bad things that could happen it makes it uh not enticing and i feel like uh that might be another little conspiracy that they're trying to push people away from that push them into the cities push them away from having a sustainable life on their it's own
3: definitely happening
2: yeah for sure
3: Oh, definitely. You know, they got these smart cities and all these different types of cities that, you know, the whole UN Agenda 21, that whole thing. Now it's 2030. But they have the idea where they want to move move as many people as they can into the cities, have them stacked in these high rises and have the stores on the bottom level so they won't have to drive these cars that burn, you know, fossil fuels to get what they want. They can just walk or walk downstairs and get their foods and stuff. So that's kind of one of their plans. I found out my city is one of those as well that they're trying to do that in. So yeah, it's, they don't, you know, they don't want us out there. Yeah, it's another thing that drives me crazy and I don't mean to go on a tangent, but we're being pushed out oh. of the, uh, <laughs> out of the, you know, they they do I think want us out of the rural areas, but you know, it's like when you see these depopulation nuts, uh, you know, that we're trying to talk about how we got to, you know, reduce the population. This is the most evil thing. This is going to kill everyone, blah, blah, blah. And it's mostly these people that live in these metropolis cities that are like, they live elbow to elbow with each other. And, you know, it's like drive out to Tennessee. I can be out in the middle of nowhere in 20 minutes, you know, and there's many, many places like that in the United States all over. And they act like we're running out of room, you know, it's just, it's insane. It's like, i don't know i don't think these people live in reality
1: now we talked about that recently too about how much you can believe of the population (laughs) of the earth i I, there's no way to know though there's no way to prove it. it's the same with the earth being flat around like there's no you we can't prove it ourselves i mean there's people that do experiments on things but the earth's population you can't prove that like we do look at the census numbers that's that's force-fed to us so
2: well there's definitely we're definitely not running out of room i moved here from indiana to california and i i drove with my daughter for three days across the most boring part of our beautiful nation it was so boring there was nothing i drove through indiana illinois iowa nebraska wyoming utah nevada california so no cities i drove through cheyenne i stayed in lincoln nebraska it was very small I didn't um, or yeah, I don't even know if it was no North Platte, Nebraska. Sorry, I didn't. I drove through Lincoln. It was pretty lame, though. Like there's there was so much room. So all of these cities, they could literally take all of their people and just kind of move them out. And I guess we wouldn't have as much land. We could probably still have tons of farmland, have some other houses out there. No big deal. But I don't I definitely don't think we're running out of room at all. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And why are schools, if this has been such a problem all these years where too many people, we can't feed them all. Why is not, why is like one of the priorities in school from the time you go to school, not how to farm, you know? (laughs) I mean, they don't teach us how to balance checkbooks or, 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 you know, spend like or invest. They don't really teach us much about investing or trying to actually know how to use money to our own advantage and stuff like that. And it's like, it's just ridiculous, man. They don't give us the skills that we need, and of course, we all know that they're just trying to, kind of make us good little worker bees. And now there's not even any industries for us to work in. You know, very few. And so maybe that's one reason they're trying to get a, get rid of us. I don't know. Okay. Useless eaters. I think.
2: Eaters in there. Oh yeah, useless eaters.
3: Was yeah.
1: Rockefeller? Or, uh, like,
3: I've heard. It, I think I've it was Kissinger, was but I could be wrong.
1: It could be that guy. Yeah, they just, uh, we don't learn about the Fed in school. We don't learn about any of the things that are pertinent to life besides how to make the man money. And I'm, I'm actually a fan of calling they the man now because it man. kind of is the man. Yeah. Hmm. Or the woman. Not to misgender oh, the man.
2: I, <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. I just mean like it might not be a human. Not to be weird.
1: No, just the man in general. It's the man. It's the they. It's the they TM that we talk about. They're just, they're not going to set us up for success. Are you kidding? Education is not made to help you out in life. It's to help the man out or the they, you know?
2: Yeah, that's why it's cool when people can get through and figure out how to use what they learned to their advantage to navigate the world and then just still be like, fuck that. That was stupid. And then do their own thing. There are a lot of people like that
1: yeah well dude we're uh at an hour a little bit now ben's got to go to work i gotta go to work tomorrow i know that's always an excuse but we really do no man any- yeah, before we close out what would you like to plug for yourself plug us where where can we find you where can we look at your gorgeous bald head i want to rub it
3: thank you it's a huge head
0: by you the look, way by the way you look like the cool version of mr clean <laughs> <laughs>
3: Dude, somebody called me that on one of the last shows I did. I can't remember which one it was. Ah, pass. (laughs) Oh, man, this has been fun. Thank you guys for having me. Uh, Yeah, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter, underscore the odd man out. And just look in the bio and it has all my links. There's a link tree to each one. And if you want to actually find me, if you're on Gab, I know that's a kind of a if you place, but if you're on Gab, it's just odd man out. I've been doing a little more stuff on there because I've noticed, I can't do anything on Facebook. It's just like worthless. I don't get any attention. I'm totally <laughs> shadow banned. I think awful. I'm shadow banned on Twitter too. You heard about I the game change, right? Yeah. 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 I heard about that. Uh, but uh, yeah, so there's, I'm noticing that there's more and more people that are just fed up with Trump and, and fed up with the whole system. So it's kind of getting interesting over there. So anyway, uh, just, that, that'll be cool, man. Follow me on there, and uh, I appreciate the opportunity to talk with you guys.
1: Hell yeah. We awesome. appreciate you coming on. I, I've been eyeballing you since uh, at least six months ago. I'm like, dude, we gotta get this Sounds guy creepy, on. Sounds creepy, babe. No, <laughs> no. I've been, I've been stalking this dude. You nice. Know. Nice. Wow. I've but, been
2: eyeballing you for a while.
1: <laughs> the ending no, of I this episode turned very quickly. <laughs> I know, Corey said that's very gay, Joe.
3: Well, in yeah. fact, <laughs>
2: This hell is, yeah Corey I'm this right is legit bad we go weird we, especially at
1: the <laughs> end it gets very strange uh, right Sorry, right everybody. why are you still <laughs> listening I don't get it anyway thanks everybody in the live chat uh, thanks odd man for coming on and we will catch you guys next time that is